welcome to the Collective Studio in Cambridge. We're streaming live from Cambridge. Oh, legends. Um, super happy to be part of this, Alex. I know how much you put into this and how much it's a fantastic cause. So, yeah, super proud to be part of it. Oh, thank you for the support, as always, as always. And thank you, those of you over there that are listening as well, and over in Cambridge. It's, Cambridge, Cambridge. We, we told you Shifties was coming to Cambridge. <laughs> And um, Jemima has been part of Shifties from the very beginning and um, yeah. a good friend, good friend of mine in business for since the start of when I was in business as well. As, uh, yeah, Jemima, we, she started we started the same together time. and we've seen that progress go. We've got uh, uh, the stream live streaming in the office as well in the main bit. And I think you've still got the sixth space as well. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you okay, mate? Space over there. Free Amazing. coffees and teas. Enjoying it, enjoying it. So, Jemima, can you just introduce yourself, please, and to the wider vision of the Wilcox Collective, which I know has taken you on many a journey, um, back, forth, round, round, you know, left, right, down, up. That's the, the nature of it. But I think it was always part of the, the vision, wasn't it? So could you share us a yeah. little bit about that journey? Yeah, so I'm the co-founder of the World Cups Collective. We are adventurers on a quest to deliver the best in visual content for tech companies who push real big boundaries. Um, we also want to be supporting women in tech um, underrepresented minorities by using our visuals to um, up them, get them where they want to go and really achieve what they want to be. So that's what we do. Amazing, amazing. And in terms of... Because it's not just you, obviously. Um, you've, you're, we share a, we share a um, we share the experience of of starting and running business with our partners. Obviously, Xander's. Um, yeah, my my wife. I've got to give Xander a shout shout out <laughs> because I've got some. Um, Yay! Where are they? I've got some. Well, the ones 3D... the ones you've commissioned are currently being finished. I know that. For We've got sure. some awesome three D printed um, keyrings, shifty <laughs> keyrings, and. Yeah. Um, they have also donated um, for the raffle um, quite a few gifts of the 3D printing nature. Yeah, we're giving away uh, part of the uh, Speak Up uh, raffle, £25 worth of voucher to have something custom 3D printed, some key rings, some merch, depending on what you want. We also do these awesome things called lithophanes, which we can 3D print a photo, which is amazing. Oh, that's what that was. You know what? I, I, I read it and I didn't know what it was, if I'm honest with you, but it sounded cool. And then I was on, and that's just, I was on TikTok the other day and I saw that, what you've just described. I thought, that's yeah. really cool. So that's what that is. Well, well yeah. done. Lithophanes are amazing. You can take a digital image and then you can print it pretty much any size. And then you basically hang it up against a window or a light uh, source and you get, uh, you know, photo, photo high risk photo realistic image coming through as well so yeah we're donating um a, a voucher to get some 3d printed mm -hmm. stuff as well so coming back to Xander, um he's always been my rock he's always been my supporter and kind of he describes himself as his, my supporting cast if we were talking about it in a play kind of uh, mm -hmm. scenario um and throughout i've been running business now for five years and it actually uh contributed to his family were the people that kind of went hey you've got this nice space at your home you could do a studio and i went don't be stupid um and then kind of went back at it went actually yeah we could use this studio and his, his family been really supportive and he was the one that the start of my business was me quitting a job that was making me severely depressed, coming home crying every day, and it wasn't worth my time or energy to keep going. So he was like, why don't you quit? 
uh, we're all right. Um, he's a software uh, tester for a large company in Cambridge. And he said, well, as long as you can find uh, a part-time job, why don't you run your business? And we were very fortuitous with that. Our very awesome mutual friend, Ed Goodman, was running at the time the Cambridge Business Big Lab. G. Big and, G. Yeah, massive shout out to, to Ed. And um, that's how he got connected by his masterminds. Uh, that's group. right. Um, and yeah, I took the plunge and I was very fortunate that he had a, a part-time job going in the business lounge as a community manager. So I jumped in with both feet working in a uh, community full of small businesses and getting to know everybody and just submerged myself within that. And fast forward a little bit um, in 2019 when me and Xander got married, we both agreed that we wanted to kind of create something together that we can both work on, we can both get into. He was getting more interested in shoots and editing and coming on location, meeting my clients. And it was just a really, really nice partnership. So we came to the conclusion that we wanted to grow and become a company called the Wilcox Collective. And there were two things to this was, A, we wanted to move into the videography space. So we wanted to create photography and videography for clients. Uh, and we wanted to be big. We wanted to have a real purpose and leadership and drive to you know create more content for businesses that had purposes like us so the collective is uh, a goal to be national and eventually international which would be absolutely amazing and so far we've achieved um five collective members in the uk mostly south this year our goal is to be in birmingham and brighton and manchester which we even started to move on there as well so we wanted to be able to work with more clients and be there so he came on board now this is partly to do with how our mental health was really affected that the pandemic hit in march 2020 we both agreed that we were going to jump in with the company in march he gave his notice in and then two weeks later a global pandemic was announced i remember it was a nightmare when it got can write it Super crazy. And I mean, you can imagine my, my husband is somebody that has worked all of his life in a, uh, you know, salary worker, nine to five, you know, that kind of thing. And taking that big leap of faith to go and do something by yourself and not have that security around you, it was huge, absolutely massive. And still to this day, we are still dealing with a knock on effect of the fact that we had to make that decision to live to carry on and maintain what we our lifestyle and what we were trying to achieve he then went back to his job and thankfully enough his job said great you know come back to us um and he's been working with ever since so he's dialed back a bit of the involvement he was going to be in but in 2020 as well that's when the 3d printing just appeared out of nowhere we bought a 3d printer um and then from 2020 March, we learned all about it. We started doing commissions for you guys. Uh, shout out to Rune Silk as well and Cabo mm-hmm. um, to Optimize. So all of our local, you know, com- uh, communities around Cambridge. Um, we also got to the geeky side, so tabletop role play, making tiny models and things like that. We do that as well. Um, so over the last uh, two years, we've built up uh, a knowledge and understanding of 3D printing. Uh, we've gone from one machine to five machines wow. <laughs> now and wow. because we moved into the space into eagle labs in cambridge in 2020 the studio removed and um, now we're here so our studio at home tends to do a maker space so we have our 3d printing set up we have our sewing machine we have a mini studio set up there as well so it's been a real challenge with wow. regards to mental health and 
changing and things like that. And there's something that you said to me and you said to the whole community in 2020 was put your mask on first, put your breathing mask on first, sort that out. And it's taken me this long, two years, to kind of really apply that thinking because in 2020, I was pivoting, working in marketing and doing amazing things with Cambridge Fruit Company. Mm. And repetitively, that mask is slipping off and I'm trampling on it. And I'm just kind of keep going and going and going and going because I have to do that. And only in the last year where I've put that mask on and realized it's me that I need to focus on. It's me that I need to make sure that I am healthy mentally and also physically and feeling stronger and fit and capable of running a business. And if you're not able to feel this way, your business is going to really, really suffer from not being able to be its best and be its most you know, perfect. So in the last 18 months, we've gone from launching a company in a pandemic to not doing anything with it for a year, roughly here and there, to this year, not even knowing what was happening, to being in this space, which we love. Eagle Labs are amazing and supportive and, and want us to be part of their ecosystem. And things are up and up and up now. So Xander's part of the company his he's 3d printing and i'm specializing with creative director of photography and uh, videography and it's wonderful because we are growing and we are taking on great clients and doing amazing things and and still trying to keep within our values of you know really trying to help under representative minorities such as you know women in stem and women in tech um loved you speaking to jam just there i totally agree what she said about you know the small changes and things. I was watching in the gym earlier um, while um, you were speaking to, I've got no name now. Oh, uh, Rachel. Uh, mental health uh, trainer. Oh, Danny B. Yes. Yeah, and um, yeah. Sarah, mm -hmm. and Sarah, love it. So yes, Sarah Ellis, so I was watching yeah. that and I'm oh, certainly wow. agreeing with that as well. So there's there's lots of things that are happening with us that are really, really good, but there's a lots of um, experiences and things that have happened in the last year that have super tested mental health, really. So, so can I thank you for that and and congratulations, by the way, because I, I do know that I've seen, seen what you've been through to get to where you are now and, and I'd have no doubt that it will serve you so well in the future beyond mm. this. Um, there was a fun. There was something you said there around getting your own oxygen mask on. Mm. Um, I, I I changed the way I would say that a little while ago because sometimes it's about getting an oxygen mask on, and there's a difference between getting an oxygen mask on and getting your oxygen mask on. And your oxygen mm. mask is a business that you build, and an oxygen mask is on is anyone that will do, <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah, that's and sometimes true. at the start of the pandemic, any will do, and, and you and you did did, that, did do that. But mm. what I also know, which I hope you don't mind sharing, is your self belief has grown so much in the last couple of years, mm. and I think that's come through that process of looking inwards and, and, and this is an observation. So please, you know, but you actually started caring about yourself a lot more mm -hmm. in every way and, and giving yourself the prioritization that you needed to and stopped looking for external validation from anyone else. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, we've had conversations in the past. I don't know if you'd be happy to share that. Cause I just think it's, mm -hmm. there are other people that will watch this and are watching this. I know would appreciate hearing about that experience. 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm more than happy to talk. And then we've had, as you say, read conversations and I look back in five years and it still it still astounds me that I've been in business for five years. It was never something I intended to do. But I look back and go, wow, I've actually really done this. And it's very interesting you raised the point of um, me focusing more on myself and my self-belief. And that has taken a very long time to get there. Last year, specifically, something I really want to speak up for is, is last year, I flipped the switch a little bit on the way that my outlook was in the sense that, and I mentioned it at the beginning, was focusing more on my mental health and focusing more on my physical health and carving out time to do exercise. Now, I have to just, I have to wax lyrical. Last year was a crazy year, but last year was a year of achievements for me that I kind of didn't realize how much I'd achieved. Maintain, carry on with the business and it was doing quite well. We moved into an office space. I passed my driving test. Yeah, how long you wait for that one? I was waiting that for two years. <laughs> I know. And that's that, I think, looking at that as well, taking that into isolation, Having that experience of I failed for four times, I kept persevering, I kept going, the amount of money I had to spend, having to wait and be patient through a pandemic to get lessons and theory tests and actual tests was a huge challenge, but yeah. kind of maintaining that as well. And not only that, I went on a bit of a, um, you know, a personal journey to lose weight. So I lost four stone in a year. Well done, amazing. And from that, it, implementing for the quarter like the end of the last year was implementing exercise carving out time to run to go to yoga to walk and knowing the you know knowing there's a lot of, of business owners i kind of think you've got to be on and go 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 all the time but i noticed that when i like i think it was last week i had a really intense friday morning and lunchtime comes around and i'm like oh the, Oh, I should have some, and I was like, no, I'm going to go for a run. And I went for a run and I came back and I felt calm and I felt collected and focused. And I kind of knew, right, I'm going to have lunch now. I'm going to do the rest of the day. And I think focusing really on understanding that your mental health is super closely linked to your physical health and the things that you do. I think we go back to the idea of self-belief is that you kind of need to reflect on the things you've done, the achievements that you have, the people around you. I still, it was, it was um, with the project we did last year to celebrate five years in business, which is ongoing, which is 493 days, story of women's resilience with your awesome Christine taking part in this as well. Um, when people yeah, were she got some nice me, words for you too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Christine. That's super nice. Um, and being part of that and talking to women and understanding their experiences and bringing them together. And a lot of women kind of going, well, mine's not particularly special. I do you want, yes, I want everybody's experiences to then project those and share them with other people. And when people are talking to me about it and they're like, well, you're so inspiring. You've done so much. And my brain then goes, you, what would, would I'm inspiring. And, and the way that I've kind of justified or thought about this was actually, it's probably because I live it every day. I see this every day. My mission is every day to rise people up, to give them opportunities, to celebrate them, to make them feel great, to share their stories around everything. And so sharing those stories then helped me realize that the story I'm 
weaving into this life and I've done, I'm progressing forward really well and I'm progressing forward great. So I think it's the impact of the power of exercise, you know, speaking up and saying, I think as you'll understand and as business owners understand, the most difficult thing is starting. It's just going, all right, I'm going to start. I'm going to do something. And I think the thing with exercise, if you start small, like uh, we did catch the 5K through November and I don't, I never thought I was a runner ever. And it's just putting on some trainers, putting on some joggy bottoms, hitting that start button and, and doing it and then just keep on going, keep on going. And now I'm a runner. Now I run 5K three times a week, which is something Amazing. I never Amazing. Well done. It was. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I think it's just lovely. I think it, it's just it, people just always astound me. And, and I think that you're, like you say, I think it actually takes you just saying all of that actually just have a bit of perspective just go wow that's that's phenomenal and and um you've done such amazing things so in terms of can you tell us a bit more about the the project the 493 days project because i think there's something that's really inspiring that you're doing uh, and and really fits with the theme of today around you know the the unity and courage for i think don't know if you heard the back end of Sarah Ellis and Danny Bridges conversation where they were saying about mm-hmm. obviously we're talking about Black Lives Matter and we're talking about a few other subjects around that and Sarah was like yeah well I'm gonna I'm gonna fight that for you and I, I really like that attitude towards life and and what you're doing there is exactly that is to say yeah. well I, I see I see something that I care about and I see that this is causing pain to people that I love and I'm gonna do mm-hmm. something about it and, and I think that's really powerful so yeah, if you wouldn't yeah, mind, just tell no, us a bit more about that. Super, yeah. I mean, um, the project came about where a Deloitte survey was released um, around women's uh, impact in their careers in the pandemic. So they surveyed over 400 women in seven countries, and 85% of those women said the pandemic had negatively inf- impacted their lives. Well, I kind of went, okay, we know this. <laughs> it's pretty damn obvious. And it was information that was being shared that was kind of pointless. There's, there's nothing to be done with it. It was obvious. So it made me then reflect. It made me then think about all the women that I was aware of and I was around that were doing amazing things, making choices they may have not made before um, and how they built their own resilience and overcame these things. So I wasn't trying to see what the pandemic was doing, but I was trying to see what stories I could find about these women's of overcoming and being more resilient. And the plan was I set myself a goal of 100 women, which is a little bit um, ambitious. <laughs> but, uh, what are you? What are you? <laughs> ambitious? No. Yeah, ambitious. Um, and I'm very glad to say that, uh, including Christine, I interviewed 15 women over about a two or three month period. And put a documentary piece together. So we interviewed them in here. Um, and we also did um, some portraits as well. So I was trying to, and one of the things around that, which I'm not think, I'm sure I've mentioned um, so openly is the projects also kind of underlie a ongoing lifelong project to me, what a strong woman looks like. Now, something that we are confronted with business day to day is business is, is visually very masculine. We have a lot of masculine poses that are, arms crossed and kind of you know it it 
frustrates me that we can't create a narrative or a visual for a woman in business that shows their personality and their strength that's not a direct masculine connotation. So part of this project was for me to do some more research and more depth and filling in and asking what does a strong woman look like? And that was the imagery that we were trying to create within it as well. And that's an ongoing project for me to do but with 493 what we did with it as well that we premiered it on our business birthday our fifth business birthday we always have uh annual business um events and i know you missed this one the rona got got me so sad about that um but no it was great we had a great attendance we had 20 people turn up we live streamed it as well um had lots of really great things so we premiered the documentary which was a real challenge for me because we took all of this content and we were you know we had uh interviews that were 45 minutes long and trying to put it into one thing and then my editor gave me like the rough cut which was two hours long and then that took me three solid days (laughs) to cut it down to 20 minutes so I have a super admiration for all my editors and my video production people that it's so much of an effort to put that into a short form piece. So we premiered that. We then had a panel discussion with three of the women that took part to discuss how they felt um, being part of this project. And it it was really great. We had lots of really good uh, questions and we got some great press coverage as well. So we are um, going to be continuing this project. So season one was last year. Season two is going to be started to be shot in uh, February and it's going to maintain all the way through to um, November uh, this year. Kind of what we want to do with uh, season four is to do look back and say a year ago um, you took part in this project, what's changed, how has it made you feel, that kind of thing. So it's it's about showing these women's experiences and stories, no matter how, in their opinions, benign or normal or boring, it's just having that ability to share that story with other people, for that person to watch the story, connect with it. We had some great people. We have um, a lady who is is a Paralympian athlete that took part in it. We had oh, um, a lady um, who moved from Australia uh, all the way to uh, the UK for it as well. Alex, so Wallace. I'm looking Alex Wallace was people. in there. Um, Alex Wallace? Yes. I think it was Alex Wallace. Oh, I've got the wrong. I've done the wrong thing, but <laughs> uh, can you hear me better now? <laughs> Sorry, I, I was yeah, trying to cool. mute that other mic yeah, so over we're there. We're going to be moving forward to the then. Sorry, my bad, my bad. My bad. I'm tired, my bad. It's it's really, really awesome. So, Jemima, can you put the links to this stuff in the comments on the Facebook and LinkedIn thread? There's a new thread that's going up on LinkedIn at 2 o'clock, so please do put the comments on there. Um, So just so people can back this and maybe put other people forward for it. Definitely. And something that we have identified and something that we champion within our business is, you know, being an ally for diversity in BAME and women in tech is that we really want to demonstrate and show more diverse women. And that was the feedback I got from season one is that we did have uh, somebody who is dis- uh, disabled, but visually we need people of color we need people to come in and share their stories because they uh maybe you know have a different uh, opinion and things like that so i will definitely share those links with you as well awesome awesome right i've got two questions first one what what yeah. color do you want me to change this to 
Like blow up box. I have um, basically oh, lots nice. of different variations of red, green, blue, pink, orange, yellow. Do you have yellow? Yellow, yeah. You gotta have yellow. Some yellow it is. <laughs> We're in the yellow. We're in the yellow. Brilliant. And my second question is: What mm. in 2022 are you most excited about? It's a super good question. Um, adventure, I think. <laughs> that is of course. probably, yeah, I think for of our, you know, one of our, our values is being adventurers. Um, that in business, we've got some super amazing clients coming up, um, some projects we're being involved with 493 coming through. Um, as you know, I'm a ridiculous connector. So the connections I've been making recently are amazing and inspiring. Um, adventuring out of Cambridge, now being able to drive. Yay. Mm, <laughs> so being yeah. able to experience different places. Um, but no, I think I'm, I'm feeling really confident in my own self that I've been able to run a business all the way through a pandemic that we stand out differently because we have a cause and a mission um, that we're dedicated to doing. Um, yeah, and I think generally just making a real big point on, as you say, being reflective and, you know, looking in intuitive, being that intuitive eating, intuitive exercising, and reflecting and seeing, you know, what best we can do what best I can do with my time and, and energies and what, what I can do to impact people in a positive way. Beautiful. Oh, well said. Very <laughs> well said. Well, thank you so much, Jemima, for, for being you and for being a wonderful member of this community. I, I, <laughs> you, you are, you know, we run these NAM challenges and we've got some, we finally got a digital badging uh, membership. So we can get our digital badges out. Um, mm. There's a, there's a, the ultimate badge is the uh, the super connector. You're definitely <laughs> one of those, and I think um, I think a lot of members would back me up on that. I just think, yeah, thank you so much for what you give to the community, and um, and you deserve all the success that you inevitably have. Thank you really much. I, I, yeah, connection for us is, is super important. Being a collective and being a stronger group together with more diverse ideas, and that's why community like Shifties is super important to me. And I will carry on uh, continuing supporting as much as I can. Absolute legend. And thank you, everyone in Cambridge who's listening as a result of Jemima forcing you to listen to my voice. Yeah. <laughs>